welcome to another episode of From Concept to Company with your hosts, Ashley and Autumn. On this show, we dive in deep with current and aspiring entrepreneurs to learn about their pain points, things they wish they knew before they started, and their successes to date. This week, we are excited to have Yvette Auger, who is known as the queen of networking, founder of Cosmopolitan Connections, and co-founder of RELevated.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much, Ashley and Autumn, for having me. This is so exciting, girls. Yeah, it's kind of fun. We've got cupcakes outside, and we do our little um, coffee and cupcake theme, and um, I feel like that little piece of event planning (laughs) here has been really fun for me, but I could never do what you used to do with Cosmopolitan Connections, and um, I just wanted to say congratulations on starting and getting your feet into real estate. Um, For our audience that isn't familiar with you, most of Vegas is, but for our external listeners across the U.S., we even have some international listeners now, um, tell us a little bit about that and how, how you got into networking and that what led you to real estate well hi to all your listeners that's amazing uh, especially the one international ones because I'm actually from England originally so I'm a British tra- uh, transplant to America and I actually came with an Irish dance show spirit of the dance in my <sighs> 20s yeah I used to do that so they had a show in the Golden Nugget in Las Vegas and I auditioned and I told the producer oh you've got to send me to Vegas and he's like oh I like I like your thinkies thinking so he sent me to Vegas so that's how oh. I came here and then I saw right away um, it's very different to England um, I think it's just the Las Vegas thing that the networking is super important here mm, yes. yeah so Um, I just started going to business networking events myself and at the end of two years I collected about 10,000 cards (laughs) and my boyfriend at the time came across a box of my business cards and he's like you really should do something with all these contacts and I thought you know what I'm going to start my own business networking events. And that is so amazing and so many entrepreneurs are terrified of of networking and you had this great background in in dance and you didn't even I mean you needed to network but it wasn't like you were trying to launch this massive business um so I think it's really cool that your boyfriend at the time suggested that and it turned into something absolutely beautifully amazing um for the entrepreneurs that have a really hard time with networking do you have any tips or suggestions for them on how to like talk to people or take the leap or I would just definitely get out there I mean I would go network like two to three times a week and you'll meet amazing people everybody you need to know in Las Vegas you can meet out at events networking and I think it it's reciprocal relationships that you make so it's vital if you want job opportunities here or you want good employees Um, I would just say make sure you always have business cards with you and always have your photo on it. <laughs> I always have something on the front and the back because a lot of times I collect business cards and there's nothing on the back. It's yeah, crazy. It's very <laughs> unprofessional in my opinion. It's like, okay, if you're going to do it, do it right, you know. Um, so for our listeners, because I know that there's a lot of listeners who are very artistic and they're into dancing. So let's dive into that first. 
you took a huge leap leaving in England and coming out to, to Las Vegas. What was that like? Well, I always knew I wanted to be in Las Vegas. Um, this is the entertainment capital of the world. So I felt very fortunate to uh, get my place in the show. And I thoroughly enjoyed living in Las Vegas. And uh, ultimately, I was able to stay in America and I now have my citizenship. So I'm grateful every single day to be here. And I think Las Vegas is the best town in America to be. Oh, that's amazing to hear. I know a lot of people have um, negative thoughts about Vegas because their experiences have started out when they were young and it was all about partying and getting into trouble and that's what they see Vegas for. But a lot of our um, entrepreneurs that come on the show that are based out here in Vegas right now are big advocates of the fact that there's so much outside of the strip. There's downtown Vegas that is known for their arts district. And then you've got beautiful Summerlin, which is a very like family style area. And then you have a lot of connections and a lot of businesses are moving out here too, which is really big and crazy. Yeah, it's like really a small town and everybody knows everybody and it's turning into a city with all of our amazing amenities and sports teams and the NFL moving here, which we're really excited about. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So with with Cos Cosmopolitan Connections, um, I know you called it Cosmo Connections for short, but um, with that, when you decided to take the leap and listen to your boyfriend at the time's suggestion, tell us a little bit about how you jumped in it. Like if our listeners say, there's not really a good networking event, there's a lot of towns that have terrible networking events. I've, I've heard it time and time again where they're like, oh, it's just a bunch of MLM people or, you know, there's not really any sort of value. So then they want to put on their own events. Um, tell us about how you jumped into that and... Um, if you have any advice for people, I just have to have a, you have to have a leap of faith. And with the advent of Facebook, it makes it so easy to market your events. Um, I really relied on that for the whole nine years that I did my events every single week. And you can invite like 5,000 people at a time to your events. So hopefully we, we used to have about like a hundred and 150 show up every single week. And I always had it at the same time on Wednesdays at different venues. So we would get our regulars and then you a new mix of people coming all the time. And how did you secure those locations? Was it the networking that you had done the years prior or just outreach to people? Yeah, it is very difficult at the beginning. I did reach out to some venues and they just didn't really want to give me a chance at all. And then it just took what for one person to have faith in me and say, you know what, I'm not going to listen to my boss. I'm going to do what I think is right in this venue and put my and put your events in here. And they turned out to be a huge success. So then other venues um, started to notice me marketing um, their venues really well. And then um, I just got booked every week from there for like nine years straight. Wow, oh, <laughs> so, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful to all the marketing directors of all the venues. And it's easy, you know, once you've been going for about a year at different venues, the marketing direction directors just move around uh, town to different mm. venues. So um, that's why we were so lucky to do them or, you know, from the Strip to Summerlin, downtown, all the major hotels. Yeah. That's awesome. I remember way back in the day when I first got into marketing, one of my very first projects essentially was to help a company get reach $50,000 on Kickstarter. And um, we planned their launch party 
during CES and they couldn't afford to exhibit at CES. It just didn't make sense. They're launching on Kickstarter. Um, so we had models and brand ambassadors essentially walk around the um, CES. And then we had their big launch party at Surrender Nightclub with Steve Aoki DJing. And it was the marketing director that I connected with. And we were able to plan that event where we gave them value, right? It's not yes. always money, but a lot of the time it's giving the location some sort of value um, to be able to do that. And I think that not enough business owners out there understand that it is all about the power of networking and also the exchange of value sometimes and not always money too. Yeah, absolutely. They definitely want to have new people um, introduced to their venues all the time because then they get people coming back for dinner if they love the experience. Yeah, they're like, wow, I've never been here before. So if you can essentially in a way be a promoter for the venue, a lot of venues would be willing to to let you host your event there. Absolutely. Um, and trade or whatever. Yeah. So that's some advice for you guys out there. <laughs> don't, don't let money... Um, prevent you from trying to do an event there's a lot of things that you can kind of coordinate and add value but you have to know how to pitch it and you have to know the right people and so like Yvette had said um, if you get out there and you start networking from the beginning and you start to build those relationships and you're not you know too scared to go up and talk to somebody <laughs> you build up those those networks you can't just most of the time you can't just cold call a business and say hey we want to do an event here because they're like, <laughs> yeah. who is this person? Like, <laughs> I can't trust this person. Like, I'm just going to charge them. Um, but if you've met them a bunch of times and they know your reputation, because reputation is huge out here in Vegas. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I'm sure it is in every city. Um, but it is so small here that, um, you know, people know that you're driving thousands of people to an event every week. Then they want, they reach out to you. And yeah. And it just grows. I know. It's amazing how they reached out to me. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so you jumped out of um, dance. Were you doing that full time or were you doing dance still where you, you were running the events? Um, that was um, after the show left. They went back to England. Okay. And then I stayed. Okay. And then, yeah, I started my networking oh, events. Okay. <laughs> and now you're doing real estate. Again, congratulations on that. That's so exciting. Um, we have so many entrepreneurs that come in on this show and we really try to talk about this a lot because it can be, um, I don't want to say the word depressing, but that's just what comes to mind. It can be really tough when you start a business and then you fall out of love with it and you're like, okay, I'm going to start this other company. And then you feel at home and then you look back and you're like, wow, all those past things that I did that were really hard, that weren't the right fit are perfect for this new company. That's the perfect fit for me. And I look back and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, like my medical background as crazy as this sounds working 12 hour shifts really helped me with being an entrepreneur. Cause I can sit in front of my computer for 12 hours a day. And I look up and I'm like, wow, I really should eat because I'm used to working the long shifts. So I'm really thankful for my medical background for that. And then, um, you know, with Action Mavens, I'm really grateful for um, my marketing agency because it's led me to realize the pain points and pitfalls and trials and tribulations and problems that we're trying to solve with Action Mavens. So I think that like all your networking background must be perfect for your real estate business. Absolutely. And of course, all the friends that I've made along the way at my real estate events, I mean, at my networking events, <laughs> um, they're now my real estate friends and family. So um, I do have a program 
where I send out monthly mailers about Las Vegas market and the updates um, that I send to them. I have I work by referral only with my husband. So that saves a lot of time when I'm working with my clients for real estate, I can actually help them to buy or sell their home and focus on that instead of wasting my time cold calling around mm. Las Vegas to try to find new clients. That's well, so smart. Mm. Yeah, and then you get the wrong people too. Mm. Like I've found that the ones that are referrals end up being amazing and then the ones that like... With the big billboards, not yeah. so good. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the marketing, it's just not, not that marketing is bad, but yeah, you find the best clients from from referrals and I think that's really smart for you to do it that way absolutely people like to work with people they know like and trust so I already have that rapport with uh, my friends and family from the networking events over the years and of course I have my database Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, they love to refer me to their friends and family neighbors co-workers anybody they know looking to buy or sell a home so I feel like it kind of falls in my lap but um we're, me and my husband, Eric Oje, we're very professional. And we're the type of real estate agents, we don't leave you after the transaction. We're going to be in touch with you for years. So if you have any problems with your home, we're right there with contractor's advice, uh, anything you need. And um, we want to make sure that you're very, very happy with our services so that then you refer us to your friends and family. Yeah, I think that's actually a big problem with the real estate industry that I've seen in the past. Like, no offense to everybody else, but I feel like you're just another person. But then you're this huge contract. Not that it's, like, massive, but, you know, selling a home to somebody. I love how personable you are and how connected you are and how much you care about yeah, following up and I really care about um, all my friends and family doing real estate because that's the biggest transaction of your life. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we, we're we going to stick around, my, myself and my husband. We're not just going to close on the house and then say, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Most people don't even remember their real estate agent's name like five years later. How crazy is that? It's No, no it is. It's crazy. And um, I've been through the process. And I like I said, I just – it feels like a cold – relationship and Mm. I don't like that and I don't think that's how it should be and so that's why I love that you said that because I think it's really important and it's important for every business so for all of our entrepreneurs whether or not you're trying to get in to real estate just something to keep in mind like your customers should be your family they your business their business should be your business you know that's how I feel about my clients is it's like your baby is your business and that is now like I carry on the weight of, you know, its success and I like to follow up with my clients. I actually just had somebody, um, one of my past clients connect with me and it's just so lovely to like stay connected and be like, how are you? How's the business going? Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. You're franchising and that kind of thing. Um, so Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're, we're here for our real estate clients inside and out of real estate we, we say find a need fill a need so if you even need help with personal things we're here for you wow that's awesome yeah it's very unheard of so dance networking real estate tell us like how did how did you how did you get into it I always get so interested in hearing the, our entrepreneur stories of the different businesses they got into because I feel like it inspires other entrepreneurs maybe even just moms at home or um, people that are just not happy with their current business model to take that leap and find a new thing that sparks joy yeah I've always been an entrepreneur I mean I was self-employed as 
a professional showgirl. And I dance all around the world, by the way. I was a showgirl in Paris. Cool. We'll have to talk about that. And the cruise <laughs> um, But then I met my husband at my networking event, Cosmopolitan Connections. Actually, incidentally, yeah, we had three marriages and three babies out of my networking event. So mm. that was amazing <laughs> and uh, yeah he came to one of our events where we were featuring bikini models and he saw me and he swear he never looked at the bikini models again <laughs> oh that's sweet yeah. well, I don't know if I believe it <laughs> oh yeah um yeah and then we got married it's interesting because I'm British and he's French and usually the Brits and the French what? don't get along yeah <laughs> so we're mending international relations nice um yeah, and then we and we have our daughter Eugenie, and uh, she's four years old. Um, so it, I do feel for the working moms out there, but I n- I never really had a break. Um, I even when I was pregnant, I did my events weekly, and then eleven days later after she was born, I did oh my, my first gosh. event, and it just <laughs> never really stopped me. Wow. So, but it, it is a lot of work, and it's difficult juggling, you know, a husband and a baby and a business. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how people do it. I talk about it on the show. I probably mentioned it a thousand times and our listeners are probably <laughs> really tired of hearing me say this, but I cannot fathom being an entrepreneur and being a mom because I know that being a mom is a full-time job and I just like hats off to all those moms out there that are working, keeping the house clean, doing the laundry, getting the groceries, cooking dinner taking care of the kids. It's like more than a full-time job. There's all sorts of crazy studies. And then also running a business as an entrepreneur, it never turns off. Like we are, we don't get to have the luxury of a nine to five or as an RN working in the medical field. I got to work my 12 hour shifts and I'd go home and sure, like every once in a while, I'd be like, dang, I forgot to chart that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you know, it's like, it wasn't like I had to check my phone all the time and I was constantly connected and I felt like I had to work on days that you know should be my off days and I just can't imagine like I think it's so amazing that moms are able to be entrepreneurs and work from home but I also like hats off to you because it's so hard oh thanks yeah (laughs) I juggle all three but I really love it and especially having my daughter is really fulfilling to me so I would I would really promote that and say Mm -hmm. if anyone can have a baby do it because it was (laughs) the best thing I ever did (laughs) and um, I love that all my real estate clients and all my clients from Cosmopolitan Connections always follow me and my daughter on social media and they always comment they love to see what she's doing she's Mm -hmm. following in, in my footsteps with ballet she's absolutely outstanding at it and she maybe wants to be in Nevada Ballet Theatre if she can get in when she's older she will yeah and the universe yes and then also she might want to do the family business too and be a realtor in Las Vegas fingers crossed but of course she can decide whatever she wants to do (laughs) Um, but we always say Team OJ because we want it to be a family business we believe in family values I love that I love that so you have passed on the dance to her. Tell us about how young were you when you got into it? Tell us about your travel experiences. Yeah, I was three years old. I was very lucky that my mom and dad, my mom Eda and my dad Ken put me into ballet. And then I always excelled at it. And then I went to vocational school in London at 16 years old. I moved away from home and got my first job at 20, which was actually in Branson, Missouri. Mm. Um, so... I, that's where I fell in love with America. I even loved living in Branson, Missouri. That was like amazing. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I've never been there, so I don't know what it's like. But it's it's a, a show a show town in America oh, where like cool. they have like nine a.m. shows. It's very very random. Oh, cool. <laughs> 
Um, and then I traveled around the world. I danced in, like I said, Paris, France, India, London, Portugal, and then I did the cruise ships for two years as well. That is so cool. I'm going on a cruise next week for my second time, and I'm so excited to completely shut off from work. And I will tell you that I have daydreamed about like what it would be like to work on a cruise ship or even just be like a travel blogger. Oh, yeah. Work from all over the world. I think it'd be so fun. Oh, my God. You could totally do that. I could see you being a travel blogger. <laughs> I think it'd be so much fun. So you got into dance. You got to travel around. How did you find the gigs? Did you have like an agent? How does that work? How? Yeah, no, I never had an agent. I just went to the open auditions. And there you have to stand out, really. You have to be quite pushy. <laughs> To get to the front to get noticed because there's like 500 girls wow. showing up, you know, in London. And you have to really want it and have the training. You want it, the training, and how did you find the the auditions? auditions? auditions yeah. Oh, in England they have a newspaper for professional dancers called The Stage. So what? you just look in there like every week, yeah. That's awesome. What a great resource. <laughs> yes. And then you're like, all right, I'm going. I'm yeah. going to try out. And then you were just so talented that they... They picked you up and you got the gigs and you got to travel all over. Yeah, of course there was some disappointments, you, you know, yeah, like yeah. in life, like you don't get like every audition, but you can't let it get you down. You have to go to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I grew up in Orange County and I knew a lot of people that would audition for things in L.A., acting and dancing and all f sorts of fun stuff like that. And they would go to auditions and then that would happen they'd get discouraged and they'd stop and it's like no you either need more training or you need to just keep going to these auditions because what for whatever reason the part just wasn't right for you so I think that's really great advice for anybody that is auditioning for anything really whether it's dance or acting or music yeah music or whatever it might be we have to remember that we can't we have to keep getting back up like even as entrepreneurs like we always have to remember that we just have to keep getting up and to never give up absolutely I mean I always used to notice that it'll be like one person that either liked me or didn't like me on the panel mm -hmm. of judges you know but you just need that one person to believe in you and, they, and they're gonna say okay she needs to get this job I love that yeah and that's that's great advice because there's always gonna be someone that's like for whatever reason they don't like someone but finding that those right connections yes yeah, those right connections are so key um what was your favorite experience traveling around like if you had to pick one which one would it be um of course Las Vegas because <laughs> this is where I ultimately live yeah um but other than that Paris France that was an amazing experience living there for a year like paying rent and doing living the Parisian lifestyle oh, I guess yeah oh that's cool. so cool we had a chick with a whisk on mm. the other week and um, she is a cannabis chef right now, but she went, she was a chocolatier too, and she went over there and um, had, I forget how long she was over there for. She was over there for a while. She was, learned chocolatiering there in France. Yeah, so it's cool. pretty impressive. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best culinary place to learn. <laughs> I bet. Uh, it's on my bucket list. I haven't made it over there yet, but it's definitely on my list. But yeah, it makes sense that Vegas is your favorite because it led you to um everything today and your husband and your baby yeah well I think Las Vegas is very conducive um to the entrepreneurial spirit yeah. like in England it's not like this at all you ha kind of have a, like a social hierarchy and in America anybody can make it so if you think the American dream is dead I got news for you it's not anybody can make it 
Yeah, we talk about that actually. Like when we were building Action Mavens, where we really wanted to push the fact that the entrepreneurs, like you just said, this it's still there. You can live the American dream. Um, one thing that we have a problem with with the American dream is there is really not this really easy step-by-step process of how to start your own business the right way and the right steps to follow, which is why we launched Action Mavens and we partnered with industry experts. Some Yo Subquan exited to TransUnion, for example, and um, a couple other companies like Kraken and Um, We've had these really amazing experts that teach people these really vital steps so that they don't miss anything. And every entrepreneur that we've had in here on this podcast, we talk about things that they wish they knew before they started and um, the pain points and pitfalls of starting your own business. And um, even myself, like you can go on the internet and you can search how to set up your business entity, but then you get overwhelmed with all this information and then you don't know what's the next step after I set up my LLC like what do I do next and then you can do something next but then there was something you were supposed to do beforehand and then you have to backpedal like there's people that'll go in to try to set up a bank account and they're like oh you can't set up a business bank account without an EIN number and they're like what's an EIN number <laughs> um so we're really trying to fix that so that more people can have that American dream and um, really like stay at home moms that aren't connected to other entrepreneurs and they don't know like the difference between an LLC and a C Corp and an S Corp election and partnerships and how often you need to do your taxes and like all the really fun stuff. Um, And even marketing, like you've been really amazing with marketing over time, obviously like a networking event, um, but just the power of social media, I've watched you. And that's actually how I got connected to you in the first place was through social media, through Facebook. So how did you know to do that? Was it just second nature? Oh my God. When someone told me about Facebook, I'm like, okay, well, I finally got to get on it. And I saw like, wait a second, this, this is invaluable for throwing events. I mean, cause Back in the day, I think you had to print out flyers, go hand them out on the street. Can you imagine doing yeah. that? Like every week. I had a client. The, yeah. Yeah. I had a client that was like, we need to do this. And I was like, hello. At the time it was like 2014. I'm like, it's 2014. <laughs> like there's social media. You can reach so many more people on a more personable level than flyering a neighborhood or flyering cars. They wanted us to flyer cars. Oh, no. Nobody so. likes that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's the same with the real estate. I mean, I just have personal connections with everybody I work with, and I don't go around um, knocking on doors for the real estate or putting <laughs> hangers on. <laughs> That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's all about who you know, and you can get so connected online. So, even for the people that don't have time, networking is so valuable and going to the in-person stuff is so valuable, especially in Las Vegas and um, smaller towns for sure, where you should be connected in those inner circles. Um, But if you don't have the time, like the power of social media, Facebook groups, and just randomly adding people on Facebook. And then what I love to do is I love to post and ask for referrals from people. And then I get so many great suggestions and I love with when friends and family post on Facebook and they're like, hey, I need a makeup artist. And I'm like, oh, I know these five makeup artists. It's so valuable in that way, too, because it's not like way back in the day when we didn't ha- really have the power of social media. It was like a phone call or like this random lookup in in, a, in the yellow pages. pages? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's terrible. And then 
Um, the other platforms like looking somebody up on Google and Yelp. Yeah, sure. There are people that are still doing that, obviously, but the best referrals come personally. And if you're connected and you're posting all the time on social media, then you're staying top of mind and you have been so good at that, like always posting. And, um, so you stay top of mind for me because of that. So yeah, I've been trying to delve into filming real estate videos. So I have a lot of them on my YouTube channel. Um, and that's definitely real estate advice, um, tips for buyers and sellers. What are I buyers? All the things you need to know um, for 2020. And by the way, this year is going to be a great year for both buyers and sellers in real estate. And interest rates are still kind of low. But hopefully coronavirus isn't going to affect us too much. <laughs> yeah, my, my boyfriend's really into real estate. He mentioned that um, recently. He was like, hopefully the coronavirus doesn't affect the market. He doesn't think it will because there's so many great... Th- that In Vegas, there's so many great things that are happening right now. Like you mentioned with the NFL and... Um, we have all sorts of different teams now that recently came in and it's continuing to grow, which I think is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to do really good. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about the not fun stuff. Like what's one thing that you wish you knew before you started one of your businesses, one of your ventures? Um, Yeah, like what you were saying about it took me a year to actually set up uh, Cosmopolitan Connections before I even threw my first event Um, because of all the all the paperwork, getting my business license. Oh, my God. Clark County business license. Mm. That was like the biggest nightmare. I sat there in tears in in their office and they said, that's normal. People cry in here all the time. They have a (laughs) bunch of tissues because there's so many hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. And I made sure I had insurance and all of that. I, I wanted to get it like straight before I started. And that's the right way to do it. And I think that, you know, the the internet makes it sound so easy to start a business. And I don't want to deter anybody from starting a business, but they make it seem like you can just put a website up overnight and launch something. And then you take money into your personal bank account. You don't have insurance and you get sued. And then, you know, your house could be on the line. Um, your personal finances could be on the line. Like, you really have to take the time and properly set it up if you plan on having this long term, you know, and that's the right mentality to have. I'm going to have this long term. I'm going to do this right. I'm going to take the time. I'm going to work through the tears in Clark County's <laughs> office because <laughs> it'll be worth it in the end. And hopefully, like with our Action Mavens classes, we'll be able to guide people through that where they don't feel lost and they can feel like, okay, I can actually follow these steps that are so important. Um, did you miss any steps? Did you, did you like Google? Tell us, tell us about how you, how you got to that. It, it was kind of intuitive. I wish I had the Action Mavens resource at the time, but th- that was like 2010. Yeah. So I was like, well, I know I need a business bank account. I know I need business insurance. I know I need a business license. So um, and I, d- I did do a corporation as well. Like that's really important. Like what you said. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and hopefully we're able to solve that problem for people. <laughs> I'm knocking on the table. Um yeah, it's it's crazy. And I I I went through that too. I was like, okay, I know I need this, 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 and this, but then I miss this one thing. And if I just knew the proper steps to follow, like there's so many entrepreneurs that don't even know that they need the insurance or the business license. So you guys do your research, 
Um, <laughs> make sure you start out um, the right way like Yvette did, for sure. Um, what What's one thing that you could tell all of our listeners? Something positive that'll that'll give them some sort of value in the future? Mm, everything you ever need, like you already have it. Like all your friends, family, they're a resource. They're a good place to start for referrals, whatever you need, especially in Vegas. Like it's all about who you know and is reciprocal relationship, business relationships. So like I can um, do this for you and then they do this for you. Like I, I just love how this town is set up like that. <laughs> and I think that yeah. a lot of towns are like that and people just don't realize it um, and they're not connected enough to, to be able to ask for help or they're too scared to ask for help. Like I know so many entrepreneurs that are like, okay, I need this, but I'm like scared to ask for help and it's like no you can reciprocate I help you with this you help me with that like we we work together and especially as females it's so important to like help lift each other up and support each other's um, not that you should like buy their product but like hey how can I help you how can I connect you to the right people that kind of stuff absolutely that's I think that's why I was trying to say that's the right mentality like how can I help you yeah yeah Perfect. Well, our last question for you today is, um, as everybody knows, we do com um, cupcakes and coffee on our show, and we have you pick a really fun mug. So tell us a little bit about the mug that you picked and why. I picked the mug Better Latte Than Never, <laughs> um, because I am late to start my real estate career, <laughs> um, because I've done so many things before which have been very fulfilling. Um, but I'm now at a stage where I feel like I can help people with this. I've helped so many people before in the past, and now I'm here to help in a different way. And also my husband has been doing real estate for 18 years, so he has a lot of experience in Las Vegas. So he's been really helping me out um, and get started the right way and know all the ins and outs because there's so much to know in real estate, especially to do with all the transactions you don't want to make a mistake and people have to rely on you and trust you for the biggest transaction of their lives so I have all that down and we're just really excited um to work with everybody and if they want to um, find us please go to reelevated.com we'd love to help you buy or sell your home yay yes go check her out well thank you so much for joining us today it was such a pleasure having you thank you so much girls thank you. <laughs>